Day two of the Chorus Radiothon in support of the Stollery Children's Hospital in our city. And uh, we're asking you to get involved. And already people are. The phone lines are ringing. You can call 780-407-KIDS to make a donation or 1-866-407-KIDS. You can also donate online at stolleryradiothon.com or you can text Stollery two four five six seven eight and make a donation that way lots of ways for you to help out and uh you do every year we can't thank you enough and uh it's gonna be another one of those days we're gonna hear from some uh people who've had experiences with the story and some of the people that run the programs down there chelsea because it's more than just treatment there's a whole support system that's built around um what happens down at the story it's pretty amazing yeah, I mean, I think oftentimes when a child has to go to the stallery, we take for granted the fact that the the whole family really becomes the patient yeah, of the stallery. Sure. You know, it really is is care for the entire family system as they're going through something that is scary, maybe something that is, you know, very challenging, maybe the hardest thing that they've gone through. And so that money really does go to fund really unique programs to offer care for the whole family unit. Um, like this one that we're going to be chatting about right now with our next guest, it's the Awa Sisek Indigenous Health Program, which I think is something really cool that probably not a lot of people know yeah. a lot of details about. Uh, so let's get into it with the team lead for that program. We have Sherry Delallo joining us right now. Sherry, first of all, good morning. Thanks for being on the show. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, Sherry. It's Thanks so much. Part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, this this program, like we talk about, there's so many things that go on down at the Stollery, aside from just the medical care that the kids receive. And this is a really interesting program. Tell us about the Oasisac Indigenous Health Program that you're involved with. Well, it's a program that started uh, to support our Indigenous families living in central to northern Alberta and beyond. Um, so a lot of our families come to the Stollery to um from out of town and so it's a really scary place for them to come to especially if they haven't lived left their their community so what what kind of issues do they face and how do you help them through them well some of the issues that our families face is um uh being in a big institution like the stollery like some of the communities they come from are maybe only 500 people so to come to a place like the Stollery with huge staff, you know, up to 5,000 staff in the building, it can be very scary. So we have staff that support our families when they come here. And um, we have a host of the hospital, and uh, she's the uh, Indigenous Child and Family Engagement Coordinator. And she welcomes our family to the hospital. You know, she goes to their rooms and she welcomes them and tours them around to show them where everything is so that they feel a lot safer within the hospital setting. And uh, we also have RN case managers who help with discharge planning. We have social workers that help with the psychosocial lens and providing uh, the resources that our families need. And uh, and now we've just recently hired an elder, which is pretty amazing because he is able to provide that spiritual, emotional, uh, and mental support for families that are struggling because coming to the hospital you know, is is um, a hard yeah, place scary. to be when your child is sick. Yeah, no kidding. I, I think we all can can kind of understand that this is somewhere that you don't necessarily want to find yourself. Um, but 
what incredible resources to have offered if a family does need to come through from from whatever background. Um, Sherry, what's the feedback from families about this program? What are you hearing um, about how the OSCSEC Indigenous program um, provides that added level of support and help? Well, our families are really grateful. I mean, when we talk about our Indigenous families, it's not just the family that we serve, it's also the community that we serve because um, Indigenous uh, families, um, communities always involved in their care. They support them in any way that they can. So it's uh, reaching out to the communities and, and, uh, and working with the families and they are so grateful and supportive of the services that we provide. Um, you know, when we discharge a patient back home, you know, the resources are limited sometimes in the communities. So if we're able to talk to the nurses in the community and the agency workers and set up a plan of care to help them be successful at home, and the stullery teams that we work with um, are so grateful and supportive of what we do because... You know, there's always that gap if we're not there. Um, uh, we're like a resource, not only for our patients and our families, but also for the Stollery teams and helping them understand the community and what's in the community so that uh, we can set up the right services for them. You know, and just taking a look at some of the stats that your program has put out, I mean, obviously this is a program that's being used a lot, over 1,200 um, different, you know, consults and visits and things like that that you've you've been involved in. So this obviously is something that is really serving the community. Yes, it is. Um, we are truly grateful for the foundation to support this program. Um, you know, we never realized how how important uh, um, our services would be um, until we uh, started to grow. Because initially it was uh, one person running the program, and now we're up to eight staff. So we're really, truly grateful for the foundation to support this initiative. Yeah, I think it's just another example of how the Stollery has taken a good examination of the community at large and said, look, these are the people that we're serving. This is kind of what can help them a little bit better. And and this is, you know, one of the programs that your money goes to support today if you make a donation. So StolleryRadiothon.com, of course, uh, you can call 780-407-KIDS. You can text the word Stollery to 45678. Lots of ways to make a donation because, Sherry, these programs don't run without donations. I mean, these these don't these don't come free and they don't come cheap, right? Right, they they don't. But you know, one of the the things that people need to know is that we don't make these decisions on our own. You know, we've hosted talking circles in central to northern Alberta in six different communities, and to get the um, response from the communities about how the Stollery could better serve their community, and so we've taken those results and we've. Um, implemented those strategies and recommendations specifically from the communities and we have had over 160 participants who um, have given their voice to how the Stollery could better serve them so that's pretty amazing to be able to do that it's incredible it's incredible work what you're doing and what's next for the program where do you see this going well, my next goal is to see uh, a developing an outreach service. So we're um, working right now on uh, working with a northern remote community and trying to get some uh, speech language um, 
occupational therapy and physical therapy therapy into the community because of the limited resources that are available um, we want to make sure that our kids that come to the stallery and then go back home are having that follow-up care and yeah. implementing those those uh, um, uh, strategies to help them live a healthy life and a productive life yeah that so that's our next goal Awesome. So some big goals. And, and Sherry, I would imagine, too, that, you know, oftentimes for for a kid that's coming in from one of these communities, representation means a lot, too. When, when you're when you're coming in and and you're being treated in some way by someone that understands your background, it, it also helps you kind of look to that position and say, well, this is maybe something that I can do. We hear so many stories of kids that have gone through the stallery and then they come back years later to volunteer or even work there. And this is another way that you can kind of make the stallery feel like an inclusive place, not just for the kids' treatment, but for maybe their career choices and beyond. Yes, yes, and we've done that. We, you know, we, we work with youth and different uh, youth organizations to uh, give exposure to what the, the stallery is like and uh, how they could maybe choose to find a career but where they would be able to come back and work at the stallery. So we work with, you know, nurses and, and youth, and nursing students and youth, and give them exposure so that they, they can see how important their role is in the hospital sure. and how they're supporting their families, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, Shal- Sherry, it's great work that you're doing. Um, we we want to keep supporting it. And, of course, we're going to continue to hammer up that phone number so that people can make donations to continue programs like yours. Thank you so much for the time this morning and the work that you're doing. Well, thank you very much. And you guys just have an absolutely wonderful day. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. (laughs) And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.